0: Welcome to the Career Pro Podcast, Career Pro Inc. John O'Connor here with Dana Gower. Dana, I thought we would talk about an interesting subject that I know is near and dear to your heart
1: recruiting. Sure. Let's talk about recruiting, John. What do we have to talk about with respect to recruiting today?
0: I'm going to call this the chaos of recruiting. I have three points. This isn't going to be a long podcast, but I want you without a lot of prep. We didn't have a bunch of scripts here. We're rolling on this because I know you know of it. So the, I want to talk first of all about your impressions of recruiting and to lay the groundwork for the listeners. People say recruiting and you use it as a euphemism for a lot of things. They, you know, We'll get someone who's a job seeker. Well, I need to find a recruiter. You hear that either fact or myth or whatever you want to call it. you They think a recruiter... But here's what a recruiter could mean. It could be a staffing agency who employs... who's a screener for temporary staffing folks who actually may even work at a company's... or works for one company, but they're employed by a staffing firm. So let's say it's IBM, and the staffing firm is Joe's Joe and Jane's staffing firm. So they'll have that person at IBM working for the staffing firm, but they appear to work for IBM. So you think they work for IBM or Amazon or whoever it is. There's that kind of a recruiter. There's a recruiter who they sometimes in the ancient days would call headhunters. And that could be someone who's really may have a retained search and they're looking for candidates for a position, probably a bigger position than hourly staffing. A recruiter could be called what else?
1: Well, headhunter, staffing agents, uh, agency. I mean, there's a lot of terms, Retained search, uh, professionals. There's just like a ton of There's ton a of ton. Terms. So these recruiters could also
0: just be uh, people who are doing the initial screening, but they're the person you see on LinkedIn who looks like the decision maker for the job. But they're really just a screener, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they call them recruiters, and recruiters have different names. They could even be called an account manager. They could be called uh, a screener on the inside, so they have different names. So we've got to define who you're talking to, who's your audience. But for today's talk that I've called The Chaos of Recruiting, we want to give some insight into what really happens uh, from the point of view of a job seeker, mostly. Uh, who's looking at a firm, trying to get their resume through the applicant tracking system, the ATSs of the world. They may be using LinkedIn. They may be using another source. They may be putting it into some portal. They may be even emailing it or in-mailing it to someone. But I call it the chaos of recruiting. My first point is these companies let's look at it from their point of view. If you're a job seeker, let's look at it from their point of view. I call what happens to them these days, even with, a, this is a candidate rich market we're talking about right now in 2022. There's, and there, but it's also, uh, there's also a lot of jobs that aren't going filled. It's, it's a real, it's, I would call it, I really think the word chaos is appropriate. There are many jobs that are open. So it looks like we just send your resume and you should get an interview. But some jobs we know get hundreds of resumes. Some jobs just don't get a lot of uh, qualified people and they may get 200 resumes. So these people are going through resumes within sometimes the people are the ATS or the applicant tracking or the AI systems within seconds. So the external shelling to me, almost like a military artillery, they, people are just blindly sending resumes in. Sometimes, and most of the time we found out they didn't even customize them data. From the ext- Do you agree with the external shelling? They're, these companies are getting inundated with resumes, they're having to parse through the AI systems, they're getting shocked by numbers.
1: Well, I think your whole notion that it's very chaotic is very, very a- accurate. And in fact, I've often said of all the business processes, I think the job matching process, whether it's through recruiter or director, whatever, it's probably the most broken of all business processes. You know, it's both an art and a science. It's here and miss a lot of times, sometimes it's spot on. It is very chaotic.
0: And you've been I want to come back to you just for one more on this is you've been you've been doing some screening recruiting uh recently with some you know candidates, six-figure plus candidates and so on. And you've seen all that comes in, we're acting as a kind of a middle person screening some candidates for some companies. What has that experience been like from the external shelling point of view? You, sometimes you get very few resumes. Sometimes you get a load. What happens from your point of view? What's the chaos from your point of view?
1: Well, I think the, uh, the biggest challenge that I've, I've seen in the recruitment that we've done is really understanding you know what the submission really looks like what what is that resume really saying because people don't always take the time like you do at CareerPro, to be very definitive about what they've done how they do it and what some of the accomplishments are vis-a-vis a certain job so i often see resumes even good people that just throw them out there very little information or not even information that necessarily applies to what I'm recruiting for but they might be a great candidate but they're making me do a lot of work to phone them up, screen them, and say by the way you didn't get this on your resume but you answered a question Say you have this certain experience in this area so it can, you know, the better ones have a nice tailored resume Uh, you know, where we can look very quickly and see if there's a match vis-a-vis the job description.
0: Let's move to the second of three points here, internal confusion. When these recruiters, and and all the way down to the hiring manager, and that person is the person who can make the decision on the job. Let me give you a few what I think is the internal confusion of inside the chaos of recruiting. So they're getting these applicant tracking systems, you get the picture things are coming in, either in bunches, in droves, uh, dribbling in, whatever it is, but they're coming, ultimately a human does get to see them. But here's the internal confusion as I see it. Number one, Often these job descriptions and these ads that you might see on LinkedIn and Indeed and ZipRecruiter and these other channels uh, on the company's website, they're written by committee. They're written by two or three people and someone from HR wants to add something and the hiring manager wants this in the ad, but it's got to go through compliance and you can't say that in the ad, not that they're doing things big and illegal, but they just don't know what to put. So they'll put, it's kind of like this, if you imagine puzzle pieces thrown on the floor, they're they're putting together these puzzle pieces. It comes out to you like the gospel, like it's exactly as the person spoke, thus spaketh the recruiting team, to say, here's what we want. But the truth is, it's probably written by committee. And And one of the funny things I've seen you do and other recruiters and other people in recruiting do is they often have to have long conversations even when the external recruiter, even internal recruiter gets a job to find out what they really mean and what they really want. Sometimes bullet number eight is the number one thing. We we really need Java experience along with C-sharp or whatever it is. That'll be down buried. It needs to be up front. So you don't know what to emphasize a lot of times. So therein lies the confusion. You think these ads are perfectly built? They're not. What other confusion do you see on the internal?
1: Well, I think... There's also a lot of cutting and pasting going on with these job descriptions, meaning that <clears throat> someone just, you know, so-and-so decides they need to fill a job, they work with HR, they say, give us, you know, give us a job description and we'll get it posted for you to get some candidates or we'll go through a recruiter and get some candidates. And so, most managers I've ever met in my lifetime, I've worked with, with many of them, thousands of them. The last thing they want to do is sit down and create a beautifully written job description. What do they do? They go to something, cut and paste, throw it together, like you say, a committee, throw the word buzzwords in there. Sometimes they get them in there and sometimes they don't get all the words in there. Get it posted, get it out there. Now, uh, the problem with that is that once it hits the ground and you start looking at it and you say, "I'm, you know, I could do this job. I've got 80% of what they're asking for, but you submit your resume and then you find out you know, the recruiter finds out that actually they really didn't mean this. They, being the hiring manager, he really meant something else. He or she and what she was trying to look for. So you know, there's a lot of false starts. If that, if you don't, as a recruiter, if you don't go back and push the hiring manager to be very specific, uh, it can be a big. Delay and time hog um, both for both parties,
0: and that's from the recruiter point of view. From the candidate point of view, you don't get to get this clarification unless you're unless you're clearly networked. You work with Career Pro perhaps, and you network and you connect. But I mean, almost sometimes nobody knows how to get through to these people and to have this happen. So those are some of the things that go on internally. But even more in the internal confusion, you could be running up with a company who has urgent needs. Oh, oh, but here are the things that happen on the inside of the company that you don't see. It's almost like you see these doors of these beautiful houses and inside there could be a lot of conflict and chaos or, or peace or whatever it is. You don't know what's going on inside that house. So here's what's going on inside this, what I think is internally very confusing, often house is that they may be running up against a a budget that needs to be done. They may be, some of these hiring managers and people involved in recruiting, maybe not the screener that you see, oh, they have three other projects going on internationally and something blows up in there. So they intend to interview you if you're looking in from the outside, but you could have a delay of, we've seen delays of six, eight, 10, 12, 15 weeks and people get called back or they get called in for an interview one of our clients exclaimed to us uh, and said yeah i just i you know he said i didn't even know the company was still hiring they called me four months later as if i applied the day before hey are you ready for your second interview he didn't even hear back he emailed he thought well i'm not sure i want to work for this place he does now after three years he's pretty happy he's moved up he's been hired but he said it's so confusing here we don't even know what's going on half the time What do you say to that? What else is going on that that you don't see on the inside of this house?
1: Well, one thing that I really think is extremely valuable, and that is the CareerPro way of going about job search. And what I mean by that is we often tell people when they're new clients, look, if you're a job candidate and all you do is submit resumes, okay, keep in mind that 60% of jobs are not even posted, Okay, so if that's your job search strategy, it's not necessarily very efficient. And secondly, oftentimes, those that are posted are already either A, expired and filled, or filled internally. And we see that time and time again. So, you know, just kind of believing what's out there, Monster, Career Builder, Indeed, LinkedIn, and all these posts, If you take it at face value, that's an actual job that they're actually seeking for the skill set described? Not necessarily. And that gets back to the chaos that you mentioned. It's very chaotic for a job seeker to have to navigate this.
0: This might be frustrating to the candidate. It might be maybe it's not news to the people on the inside. If you're listening, you're a recruiter, you're sharing this kind of feeling of frustration. Uh, But number three in the chaos of recruiting and we are at the end going to have a little hopeful end to this we'll try and end on a positive note maybe some things that both candidate can kind of do and think about and, and and feel that they can navigate this sector better and the internal the recruiters the hiring managers the leaders on the inside maybe a few things they can change we won't go into the complete solutions today but i think we should so the so also inside the chaos of recruiting is the bottom line, we talked about external shelling, internal confusion, and the, what you need to think about when you think about internal, the chaos, is they really don't know what they're doing on the inside. They just don't. That goes with the chaos because sometimes, and this is hope for the candidate too, the number three. So it's kind of a dual edge. The hope for the candidate here is because assume on the inside that they really don 't know what they 're doing and who they want exactly that 's a good thing because you need to then fit and form to be that person and to communicate your value and maybe they see something in you that wasn 't even in the job description Maybe you bring something a solution to a role you didn't you didn 't even realize you bring so the goal for the candidate to me to help them understand who you are is to find a way to get networked to get an interview and here's the beautiful thing because they don't know what they're doing sometimes you become the solution in this confusion so get in the interview have a conversation talk about ways you can solve problems and this is what may happen and we're starting to turn to the positive here they being confused on the inside may turn and create the position more toward you We've had it at Pro where we've seen these companies who are confused on the inside. Actually, one, this, is, this is an extreme example, but they, one of our clients was sent, you remember this, uh, the partial job description, and he was asked to fill in the second page and write it toward himself. That's how much they wanted him to work there, but they were so confused. They had him finish out the job description, then made an offer of money. What say you about this? They don't know what they're doing, final example.
1: Well, you know, if you, if you, if you look at it from the standpoint of I'm, I'm going to understand what their needs are. I know I want a job. I want a certain salary. I like this company. If it's all about you then you, you're missing opportunity to pivot yourself as a, as a real resource for them. And if you put your listening ears on and you really look behind the scenes and, and listen to those needs, and as John pointed out, highlight the things that you can do that they maybe even never thought about, guess what? If they want you, they're going to open up that checkbook. They're going to get approval for a higher rate of pay if uh, you've established that value. That will happen time and time again.
0: All right, so let's give people some hope here. From the inside, if you're on the inside and you feel like there's chaos and confusion about hiring, you're even a little bit frustrated, maybe you think it's even going well. Well, hey, maybe this isn't for you. Uh, However, what are you doing right? Start marking that. Don't make some of these mistakes, perhaps. And we'll have some advice for you and also for the candidate. On the candidate side, you need to realize in all this chaos, this isn't time for you to amp up your frustration with others, family, friends, coaches, even this company. We, we've had to be extremely patient on behalf of our clients on recruiting projects we've done because they have unbelievable priorities on the inside that we don't even know. And that's what happens. So on a candidate side, patience and the beauty and the art of networking You said it, art and science early, the art of networking and connecting and building relationships, sometimes you find out they have needs that you didn't know about, and maybe you need to come at them a different way. Maybe you can get your resume in front of someone long before a job gets posted and the chaos ensues. So that's part of my uh, advice for candidates. What would you add to that?
1: Well, just kind of a final remark on that networking component with recruiters. I don't care if they're company recruiters or exterior recruiters, make a friend, you know. If you it, let for example, let's say I want to make make uh make inroads with a certain recruitment firm, and there's a name on LinkedIn I'm connected to, and you reach out to that person, yeah, it's okay to reach out and say you know I'm available for work and all that, but what if you said you get a conversation going and you said by the way what's the what is a couple of the hottest jobs you're working on right now that maybe in my network I can refer to you Can you imagine? That approach versus, what do you have for me today? What kind of job is available? They hear that all day long. They never hear or rarely hear somebody, though, saying, look, just that. How can I help you with what you're working? Very good. Patience, be helpful,
0: get to know people. Try to draw them out a little bit. Have conversations. This is a long-term marathon. Even though sometimes you need, you feel like you need a job right away. It's worth doing. It can be very frustrating. and That's often why you need a coach. Now let's talk briefly before we wrap. Here we're going to wrap in just, a, just a couple. Uh, on the inside, what what are the what are, if you've got chaos in the inside of a corporation? What can you do? I'm going to just jump right out and say, communicate with your trusted recruiters who may be external to you keep the communications line lines up. Let them get to know the hiring managers and pull out of them and give them some license to pull out of those hiring managers the real needs. So you aren't just throwing up ads, leaving ads open that aren't open. You can kind of reduce the confusion and chaos. Communicate with those trusted advisors of yours. If you've got internal or external recruiters, what say you, Dana?
1: Well, I think communicate with urgency too is another message because in today's market I call it this uh, recruitment just-in-time recruitment and placement meaning that in the old days you know you could build out a big bullpen of candidates and they'd sit and kinda and and kinda you know be out there available to you to reach out to at some point in the future today that doesn't happen if, you're a viable, if you have viable candidates, you need to be communicating very quickly about whether you want to have an interview. You need to conduct those interviews quickly. You need to make quick decisions uh, because people will have other options.
0: Stay organized. Communicate extensively. Try to work with your hiring managers very closely and timeliness and responsiveness is all part of your brand. This is a dance it can seem very chaotic and confusing, but the dance can be done better on both sides. Candidates, in, internal HR recruiting, talent acquisition, etc. It can and should be done different. It can be improved. Uh, let's not put AI in front of the humans here. Sometimes we try to do that, it would be nice. Those things can be helpful in compliance, they can be helpful in organization, but it can also push some people away. Let's bring them in a little bit closer on this dance and make it better. The chaos of recruiting, there is hope.